Okay, so you have a small business that you need to market, but you're not a marketer. So now what? Where do you start and what are you even supposed to do? Well, meet Engie. Engie is marketing software that simplifies marketing for small business owners. You can plan, organize, and get your marketing out the door and in front of your next customers fast. The best news? Engie is turning one on May 8th, so you can make marketing way more manageable for yourself for only $19 a month for your first year with the code BDAY. But don't wait. This offer ends on May 31st. Welcome to today's new episode of the Pretty Okay Podcast. I am your host, Taylor Holman, and I am rolling solo today. Um, This is my very first solo episode, so I'm really excited about it. A little bit nervous. I've triple-checked my microphone many, many times because I seem to struggle with microphones. Who'd have thunk? But today we are going to dive right back into our series, How to Start a Business Without Losing Your Goddamn Mind. And so far, we've covered a ton of stuff. So we've already talked about your first steps and market research, business plans, infrastructure, production and distribution. And today we're going to talk about a super important piece to launching a business. And that's your marketing strategy. Now I could talk about marketing all day long. I mean, it is what I do (laughs) for a living. So um, I can definitely nerd out on this. I know Sam loves to nerd out on it as well. It's actually one of the things that brought us together for the very first time when, actually, I don't know if you know this, when we first met, I actually hired Sam as a consultant because I had some questions and I knew that she is really fucking smart and I wanted to be able to pick her brain about some marketing stuff that I was working on. So even though she's not a part of today's episode, I know that she's talked about marketing in past episodes, and I'm sure we will be talking about marketing in future ones. So to start off, let's let's keep it really simple. What is a marketing strategy? And I think a lot of people get very intimidated by the word strategy because it feels it feels big and heavy. Um, You know, when you talk about other things that you have strategies for, it means you're spending a lot of time and energy and thought on it. There's multiple pieces that are in play. But when it comes to being a business owner and launching a business, I really want to make sure that that word doesn't scare you. And it really shouldn't. So put the the big, scary marketing monster back under the bed. Um, We're going to make sure that you feel super confident about marketing your business, even if you didn't go to business school, if you've never worked on a marketing project before, it doesn't matter. You can be really good at it as long as you know the basics. So essentially, 
A marketing strategy is the what, where, and when of how you are going to put your business in front of people. And it's really important to do this because running a business takes a lot of time and energy, right? So you want to have a very clear understanding of exactly what it is you need to do and exactly when it is you need to do it. So similar to what we talked about with production and having plans and understanding the timeline and when you need to make moves, when you need to restock, you really want to take that same approach when it comes to marketing your business because getting caught off guard or feeling behind is really never a fun place to be. Trust me, (laughs) none of us like getting caught with our pants down unless we purposefully pulled them down ourselves. So today I'm going to give you kind of the lightning speed round version of my talk about how to create a marketing strategy. And that's really because you need customers, right? You are starting a business with a service or a product. Maybe your mom can be the first customer, but she can't be the only customer. You need more customers than your mom, even though we love our moms. Love you, mom. (laughs) So first question that a lot of people ask me when I get to work with them on building marketing strategies or just one of those, can I pick your brain questions, is when should you create your marketing strategy? And the long and short of it, the very simple answer is as soon as fucking possible you need to start thinking about your marketing strategy very early on because if there is anything that you need to set up, save for, or coordinate, you want to have more time to do it rather than less. I don't know about you, but I don't like operating in the red zone or in the 11th hour, or I definitely don't like working until 2 a.m. because let's be real, I went to bed at 9.30. (laughs) So you want to start thinking about your marketing strategy and what you're going to do to put your new business in front of people who would be interested in buying now. Don't put it off. This is right after you've had the idea for, I want to start a business. The next thing you should probably really start thinking about after you've done your market research and whatnot is how am I going to spread the word? So my advice to you, if you, for those of you who are super planners and really want to know like, no, Taylor, literally like how, like when do I need to start my marketing strategy? My suggestion is to start lightly marketing your new business with a pre-launch phase that is, that starts somewhere between 30 and 60 days out from your actual launch. So You know, 30 to 60 days out is if that's when you're actually going to start talking about your new business product or service on the Internet or wherever, then you really need to start coming up with that plan 90 to 120 days out from there. So mark your calendars for four months out from launch, right? Like that's your bare minimum. Four months out from launch, you really need to sit down and start putting pen to paper. So speaking of putting pen to paper, what the hell goes into a marketing strategy? I like to break strategies down into more manageable parts so that they're not big and scary. And the first step that I know Sam would also encourage you to do is to create a customer map to define the characteristics of your potential customers. 
So what are they like as people? Where do they shop? What problems do they have that you can solve with your product or service? Right now, I'm really encouraging people, even if you already have a customer map, I'm really encouraging people to go back and rewrite them because of, I mean, the elephant in the room, the fucking pandemic, right? All of our lives have changed. Our needs have changed. Our behaviors have changed. Employment statuses, levels of income, what we have to do to take care of our kids and be caregivers, like it's all different. And so those types of real life and psychological characteristics are really important to understanding what motivates people to buy and therefore how you can put yourself in front of them in a way that makes them feel like, oh yeah, I need, I need this thing. I need this service. So when you are finished with a customer map and literally like some people create fictitious people in their customer map. So putting in a headshot or just like some image you grab off the internet, maybe it's your friend, maybe your friend, or maybe your fucking mom is your ideal customer. I'm not going to judge you for that, but she still can't be your only customer. So go through and actually create a document that's a physical customer map so that you can go back and reference it. And if anyone else in the future is helping you with marketing or branding um, or copywriting, a customer map that you can give to them as a reference document then becomes a very important brand tool for yourself. So after you've done that, then you can dive into creating a list of the marketing tools that you have in your toolbox. So we're talking about things like social media, blogging, advertising, email marketing, hosting webinars, paying for influencer marketing. Mm. I don't know. I have very mixed feelings about that, obviously. Um, Product placement, trade shows, conferences, events to sponsor, podcasts to sponsor, public relations. And by public relations, I mean things like getting your business or product featured on a blog or even being a guest on a podcast where the audience is similar to who you think would buy from you. So literally just in a Word document, Google Doc, wherever, whatever floats your boat go ahead and type out what you have accessible and what's usable for you in a realistic way. Like if hosting, if you're a total introvert and you hate being on camera, webinars are not going to be your thing and that's okay. Probably neither are things like Instagram stories or IGTV. Pick the things that you can do confidently and consistently and use those as your main marketing tools. So after you've done that, the next step is to map out what you are going to do, when you are going to do it, and how often. And I like approaching this from a 30,000 foot view to start so that you don't feel overwhelmed because if you start if you dive right in and start like, I'm going to do this on this day and that on that day, and you get super granular right out the gate, it can feel like a lot. <laughs> so start with, if you look at a calendar, what's your focus going to be for the quarter, right? What's your focus going to be for the month? And then once you have those things mapped out, then you can start 
drilling down on this is what I'm going to do this particular week. And then this is the type of content I'm going to create and share on any particular day. So there are things that you'll want to do year round, those tools in your toolbox, like social media is something that you want to be active on all year round. Advertising could be something that is constant and year round, or it could be something that you deploy only during the holiday seasons or around particular campaigns. But the point is, is to end up with a calendar of sorts so you know exactly when you're going to do or what you're going to do and when you're going to do it. So this is where Sam would probably get real excited. I mean, I also get excited, but I'm definitely more of a qualitative person. Sam is definitely the quantitative brain. Basically, for those of you who have no fucking clue what those words mean, Sam loves numbers. Taylor loves words. (laughs) So when we talk about numbers and measuring success, this is where I think Sam has a lot of really expert input. So I'm going to do my best to channel her in this moment. But regardless of the fact that I don't obsessed with numbers. I just do them. This is a very important piece of having a marketing strategy because if you are not creating some sort of measurement to judge yourself by, not not necessarily judge yourself, measure success by, then you can find yourself in this rat race of just doing things and possibly feeling like you are doing all the things and not reaping any benefits. So you want to set goals and milestones. For example, do you want to grow your social following to a certain number by a certain date? I mean, that's a total vanity metric in a lot of ways that I would encourage you not to obsess over, but it is a good indicator of how many potential clients you might have, right? Um, In addition to setting goals pertaining to your social following, or maybe the number of people that you have on your email list. Maybe you want to track, um, you know, your total website visitors, how much time they're spending on your website, Um, just giving yourself benchmarkers and deadlines and milestones to, again, measure success and progress based off of. So the last episode when Sam was here and I wasn't speaking into an empty room. I actually guys had to text my husband. He's upstairs. I said, I'm recording a podcast. Please don't go stomping around like Herman Munster upstairs because that's usually his jam. (laughs) So if you do hear thump, 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 that's the dude I live with. But Sam and I had talked about KPIs in the last episode, just very briefly. And KPIs are another fancy business acronym that most people don't know about until someone says it in front of them and then they quietly Google (laughs) what the fuck a KPI is. But it's a key performance indicator. And it's really just a fancy way for saying track your shit, right? So Excel actually works great for tracking your KPIs. Um, I mean, that's what I personally use think that's what Sam also uses. Um, It just makes a lot of sense. So essentially your 
listing your KPIs or, you know, the individual things that you want to track in the very left-hand column, the way I then organize it is each successive column is the month of the year so that I can just see the numbers next to each other. I actually will, um, I'll create, I'll do a screenshot maybe of my KPI sheet and then we can put that up in the show notes so you can see the format that I'm talking about instead of trying to <laughs> picture all of this in your head. Um, but so things that you can be tracking in your KPI sheet are your social following on each of the platforms, your engagement rates, the number of people on your email list, how many unique visitors you had on your website, how much time they spent on it, what was the bounce rate. You can track shop sales, you know, advertising click-throughs. There's a ton of stuff that you could choose to track. You don't need to track it all. You just need to track what you feel like is most important for you to see and what you need to see in order to quickly understand the health and status of your business. So this is how you hold yourself accountable to figuring out how and where and when your time, money, and effort is best spent within your business. And that's one of the big things that everyone is constantly in search of as a business owner, especially when they're just starting out, is where is my time best spent? And so having a KPI sheet that not only is tracking important numbers about your marketing efforts, but important numbers about your business overall really becomes a very important tool. So I could talk about marketing literally forever, but I told you that I was giving you the lightning speed round version. And I hope that you have a good, solid, foundational understanding of what you should be looking at at this point when you're sitting down to create one for yourself. And as always, if you have any questions, you can shoot us a DM. I'm more than happy to get you pointed in the right direction when it comes to building a marketing strategy. I mean, the internet will also tell you a lot, but in the creative space, it can be very nuanced. And sometimes the advice that the internet gives you is really best suited for people who already have gigundous businesses. And that's not us, right? So Sam and I will be back in a couple of weeks with the last episode in this series, How to Build a Business Without Losing Your Goddamn Mind. And it's going to be all about the random ass shit that you never expect as a business owner, but that always seems to happen. So thanks so much for tuning in today. If you dig what you hear, Please don't judge me because it was just me. I hope you still like it, even though it was uh, not the dynamic duo today. Be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts and leave us a review. And keep hustling, be kind, and have a great rest of your day, everyone. See you next time. Bye. Bye.